Hi, Margot Kelly with Political Commentaries. It is February 20th, 2020. That's a lot of twos. It's got to be a good thing. Um, maybe somebody's birthday is today. I don't know what your lucky number is. I hope it's 20. I don't really know anything about numerology, so I'll just pass on that. But I will say that today, um, or yesterday, they, the, the Democratic um, debate was going on in Vegas. I didn't get to see it yesterday, but I saw it today. Um, you know, played on the, on the YouTube. So that's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about that. Um, I got to tell you, I've not, you know, I, I've been a little bit, I've not been actually very leery of uh, Bernie Sanders for quite a while because I felt fearful that the country was not ready to deal with um, socialized health care and education and all the wonderful things he wants to provide that, um, you know, Canada and other countries have. So, however, I'm going to tell you, he actually was, to me, one of the strongest people in this debate and actually swayed me in a way that has never happened before. Um, and I'll get, <clears throat> excuse me, into that more in a bit. Um, I was open to Bloomberg, uh, no longer open. <laughs> um, he had a chance for transparency and to redeem himself. And I'm certainly not swapping out one uh, billionaire for a millionaire whose taxes I can't see and who's got all these uh, non-disclosure agreements of women who have complained about sexual harassment in his companies. And he had a chance which was brilliant of um, Elizabeth Warren. She's like, I'll tell you what, all, you know, we're talking about transparency. All you have to do is say right now, I release you women who signed a, a, a disclosure and you are free to speak about what happened to you. And of course he was unwilling. And then Biden brought it in again. Hey, all you have to do is say the word right now. Just say it. You're released on TV and they can speak and of course, he's not, and therefore, piss off. I'm done with him now. Done. All right. So if you're not, if if, if you know you want to, you don't want to be transparent. You just want to be not, another Donald Trump. Uh-uh. Uh, his history. You know, I love what I, I love what um, I think it was Elizabeth said, or maybe it was Amy. Oh God, now I'm getting confused who said it. But somebody called him out on the stuff in the uh, frisking and um, targeting. Um, minority neighborhoods to do, uh, you know, all random, throw them up against the wall and, you know, check to see if they're got guns and weapons on them. Um, well, he said, gee, I'm sorry. And I, I now realize and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, he was nailed on that as well, because when Obama and Biden went in with um, the mediators or whatever to say this is not okay uh the moderators to say this isn't a human rights a violation la 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 then uh, he was still opposed to it so and trump also was bragging about that very um that very policy allowing them to target um minority minority neighborhoods in search of i guess guns or knives or drugs. I don't know what they're searching for, whatever, just to find something. The problem is when you target a group rather than the entire country, 
and everybody white, that's called racism. <laughs> like that is not okay. And so if they had said every white person and every billionaire and every impoverished person gets pulled over that walks past this dotted line, then you're not discriminating against people. You're violating everybody's rights at the same time. <laughs> so maybe that would have been different, but obviously it's not okay. So, um, and when he had a chance to correct it, he, he could have. However, he was still opposed. And I kind of heard him saying more in defense of it that it worked and that it reduced the amount of uh, crime or whatever. So, um, you know, if you take um, every woman's purse and you're looking for red lipstick um, and you target every blonde-haired woman to go through her purse, you're going to probably find a lot of red lipsticks because that's who you're targeting. If you, you know, uh, if you go, grab through her purse and she's got brown hair, you're going to find a lot of red lipstick because that's who you're targeting. So it's not a group per se. It is whoever you're targeting. So if you're going to throw somebody up against the wall to see what's in their pocket or their purse or their pants, you know, you're going to find something because it's a numbers game. But when you target just one race, it's a racism game. That's what it is. Um, so, you know, that, you know, kind of bragging about that was kind of weird to me. Um, also, um, let's see what, I felt Pete didn't do so good this time. And I, I really was, um, Joe hardly ever spoke when he spoke, he was fine, but he it's like, it's like he didn't get, he didn't shine. And I'm disappointed about that. Um, when he spoke, he spoke well, and he brought home strong points that he is experienced and he's the one that gets, you know, brought Obamacare and, uh, you know, improving upon it, not trying to completely change it radically from that to complete social, uh, listic healthcare. Um, but then also, um, Bloomberg kind of threw a dig saying something about the communists and, uh, <clears throat> um, I think it was, was it Elizabeth that said that was a cheap shot? You know, this is a, a little fear-mongering that the Republicans love, 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 love to do is call Democrats uh, um, communists and socialists. Well, guess what? We're all uh, living in a socialistic country when we have police officers and free school for kids. That's socialism and you have medicare that's socialism and you have social security that's socialism but we also have capitalism so you can't say it's a we're communists we believe in capitalism we believe in socialism collectively so if the insurance companies are saying you know what we're in the business of denying people and stealing people's money when they get claims not paying it then the government needs to step in and say this is humanitarianism or whatever you you can't you cannot do that because you're abusing the citizens that run this and rule the world i mean we if we're going to violate people's rights um, to have access to health care, and you're the only game in town. Well, you had a chance to do it, and I'm a licensed insurance agent. I've turned down many of people, not because I wanted to, but because the insurance companies did it. So I'm okay with uh, socialized 
healthcare. I'd love to see it more than actually, more than the, um, you got nice healthcare through your business and you can afford it, then you get to keep it and everybody else gets, you know, to have it through the, through the other, uh, Obamacare or, or whatever president is going to be there, give it its name or whatever. Because in that sense, what was really happening is we have a problem finding doctors right now that accept insurance, uh, that have openings, you know, specialized people. You know, you're just trying to get an appointment for my mother. She's got every insurance there is. But these doctors and specialists are booked months and months in advance. So um, when a doctor has the choice to take somebody who's going to pay their bill, you know, 30, 40% higher than another person, you better be damn straight. They're going to take the money from the insurance carrier who's going to pay them more. And that would be the problem and the downside of having two systems, but two systems better than zero systems and only just having millions of people not even have access is a greater problem and a greater threat. And truly having everybody having health insurance, it should be a human right. Um, and I, I do agree with that, but I'm not sure that we can um, be that innovative like Europe and Canada. I don't know that we're capable of it with all the fear mongering and screaming of communism and socialism and, you know, um, I mean, Trump's a maniac when it comes to lies and gaslighting, and he's got a big cult gullible following to go, yeah, build the wall. People are jumping over it to murder and rape my mother and my sister. Oh, please. Uh, dear God. Anyway, so, um, yeah, I, um, I feel like I feel strongly now that... Um, Bernie Sanders has my respect today He in this last debate more than he's ever had because he made some strong points about, you know, what it takes to bring a revolutionary kind of thing. And look what it took for Obama. I mean, I remember McCain walking out of the hospital, barely walking to come and vote to put it over the top. I mean, it takes us, the people to say, you know what, I'm okay with being like Canada and not paying three times more for health care, and I'm okay with not paying a $2,000 deductible on myself, on my wife, and my three children. That's two, four, six, eight thousand dollars and then if they get sick and we get a car accident, say in November, then in two months from then, we're paying another $8,000 or whatever. I'm okay with not coming out of pocket for $16,000 a year just on my deductible, let alone my co-pays, and going bankrupt. That would be okay by me. So I could see why if we really went, hey, if we got the voters out, we got everybody out. And and that is the difference. If we got people to come out and vote and say, no, we want it. Okay, look, the cult of Trump will never come out to vote for anybody but Trump. So that's just Nick say on that. Is that big Latin for Nick's not? I don't even know if, that's, if I said it right. But they won't, and we know that. So now you're talking about independents or even Republicans who might have said, okay, yes, the narcissist abuser, I've had enough of the, you know, the lies and gaslighting. I'd be willing, you know, to vote for some other president 
if I don't have to, you know, have too many changes in my world, like my insurance, because I'm afraid to change. Okay, so then you're not going to get those people. But who are you going to get? You're going to get the only way you're going to get what only way we're going to get this ever is a by voting for it, but b by getting many more million votes that we would not otherwise get because they might not even be a voter. They might not be politically in the know. They might not be aware. They might not be registered. That is our challenge. And that's a scary thought because in 2016, uh, the turnout, it's not that much different. And that is alarming. Um, so, and I, I kind of feel like, I just felt like Pete was, uh, I don't know, I don't think he had a strong debate at all. Um, Joe was hardly even, even heard when he did speak. He spoke of his experience, obviously, and, you know, getting things done and being the one that, you know, brought that. And, and, you know, this was interesting too. Um, apparently, um, Amy had, uh, had a problem remembering the name of the, uh, president from Mexico and she got, you know, berated over that. And, as though she doesn't know uh, the policies or wasn't instrumental in uh, passing legislation and whatever. Anyways, that was um, hard to watch because I can't remember almost anybody's name. And I felt bad for her. <laughs> I'm like, like, you could ask me a name and I would be like, um, wait, and, and they're related to me, so I should know that. I mean, I call my daughter by my dog's name and my dog by my daughter's name sometimes just getting it just because it just flows out of my mouth. Like the last name in my head might be what I call you. I don't know. And I just felt bad for her. But then Elizabeth Warren, she came in and defended her, which I thought was pretty cool. Really, really awesome. Um, so it was a lot of dynamics going on. Um, it, was an, it was an exciting, I thought it was kind of exciting the way they kind of all attacked Bloomberg. Uh, that was kind of funny. Um, you know, and he just kind of like holding on to his, uh, his um, podium kind of going, oh, shit, <laughs> damn. I knew, you know, I, I'd just rather pay all this money to have my ads come up. I hate this is, this is now uh, on television and they can play this back over and over again. Um, but you know what? You know who is really threatened by him? President Trump. He calls him Little Mike. And uh, I said to the uh, little president in his tweet, and he said something about, oh, campaign, uh, you know, fraud. I'm like, hello, do you remember that your campaign manager is in prison and the other one is Putin? Please. I mean, and I said, it sounds to me like, uh, you're 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 afraid actually of big Mike Bucks and um, that your little itty teeny weeny little fingers are twitching at the threat you're obviously feeling at the man who's apparently makes you look like a poor guy. So yeah, in that sense. Um, that would be kind of fun to watch. Um, 
I don't know what's going to happen, though. I, you know, this is, at the end of the day, this really comes down to we're going to support whoever gets the primary. Obviously, we're going to do that. Um, but I have, I have a lot more respect for Bernie than I ever did. I guess I have a lot more hope than, than I did, too, when he, when he was kind of pointing it in terms like, uh, we're the only ones, really great, America, the land of the dream, whatever. We're the only ones that don't have universal health care like out of all these people. If they can do it, how come we can't? So that's kind of like that makes you go, yeah, right. How, how can we not? And then when he was talking about the money that it would save, that was impressive. And then when Pete was kind of jabbing at that and saying, but it's going to cost people more money in taxes, you know, uh, out of their taxes. And he said, no, hold up. It's going to save them money because they're not going to pay $2,000 or $5,000 or whatever their deductible they're normally paying for themselves and their co-pays and then the drugs that they can't actually get because it's not covered and all that. That's going to save them way more money. So um, I feel confident when I look at it logically and I think to myself, if Canada can and France can and Europe can, then why can't we? So that just, you know, do we have to have the exact formula today? I don't think we do. I think we have to, you know, learn from the people that made it work, how, how they do it. Um, but again, you know, that may or may not be in our future. Um, and it may or may not win the votes. And there are a lot of angry Republicans, I think, that have student debt and they're pissed off at the thought that, you know, other people can go to college and not have to be consumed by their debt so that they can't contribute to society in the same economic way for the capitalist programs or, or businesses, rather. So, I mean, at the end of the day, the money that we spend or save, it gets thrown back into our economy always, right? Doesn't it? You have more money. It goes into the economy to make a purchase for a house or a car or, or a laptop or whatever. Um, at the end of the day, putting money in poor people's or middle class people's hands that are struggling is a better solution than putting in the billionaire and millions of hands who are abusing us and our system in place because it is crooked, crooked as hell. So, um, yeah, the whole communist and the whole socialist, please. As far as communist goes, I always tell Republicans, there's nothing more communist than forcing a woman to have an abortion or forcing her not to. There's nothing, because that's what, that's a true, when you start coming in and saying, you're going to have to, we're going to play Russian roulette. Lady, you got, you got, you got yourself pregnant. Mm. We're going to play Russian roulette with you. Somebody aim that gun, would you? Aim the gun at her head. And then if she doesn't have a miscarriage or doesn't have a, a premature baby that doesn't make it, or if she doesn't have a, um, a uh, stillborn or the baby doesn't die of SIDS, in that scenario, um, then uh, maybe she'll survive. Or she could just die from, you know, complications of childbirth because that's how women die. And women of color, three to four times higher rate to die 
because they're trying to have a baby. So when you want to talk about being a murderer and holding a gun to a woman's head and saying you will be this human incubator or, or you will go to jail, that's the true call of a communist country. So, um, you know, don't let them throw these names at you under the eyes of every life matters while meanwhile, thousands of children are living in the streets or in poverty or Trump's taking food away from them right now in their um, schools and pretending like every life matters. Because if every life mattered, we wouldn't be abusing domestic terror on immigrants, okay? Because those lives matter to, to well, most people that aren't sociopaths or psychopaths. Um, and if every life mattered, then we wouldn't say, hey, come on here, get your education in the military so you can have insurance and you can have good paying jobs and we can educate you so we can also brainwash you train you to be a assassin by the thousands so that we can keep the affluent, wealthy Donald Trump juniors of the world out of being drafted. So, you know, got to understand if we do not have volunteers in the army and the military everywhere, what's going to happen when there's a war by some egomaniac psychopaths butting heads instead of kissing up to each other like Putin and Trump. What would happen if Putin and Trump got in a big fight and the love affair was over and Trump didn't pay his debt to Russia like he doesn't pay any of his debts? What would happen then besides getting nuked? If we did have a war, what would happen is if you don't have the volunteers, you're going to have a draft. That's still on the board. In fact, you still have to sign up or you're, it's, a, it's a, against the law. That's why there's such a big movement, a huge movement, on uh, you know this whole abortion thing, I believe, because you have the lowest birth rates in 30 years, and, and people are afraid. So they want to attack poor people, take away abortion prevention, which is called contraceptives, uh, under the guise that they do 3% abortions, and then they um, let them get pregnant by some places where we're trying to get it by rape, by incest, by any means necessary, so they can spit out a soldier. So after they get done struggling for 18 years, they suck them into their military lure so that they can get killed or kill others. So don't talk to me about every life matters. Next time somebody says to you, you know, baby murderer, no, mother murderer, that's what you are, soldier murderer, 18-year-old by treason, I mean, not treason, um, assassins, you know, make going to war is hard, killing's hard, having an abortion's hard. Sometimes you have to make decisions. Do I save my life or the baby's life now? It's not always easy, but it's definitely not your decision to make for every individual. That's how I strongly feel. And if you want to get eliminate abortion, have mandatory vasectomies with out uh, when you're trying to have a baby, reverse it. Nobody will die. So start looking at the men who are impregnating women, not punishing women because they've been raped or because they got pregnant, because they're married, because they can't afford to have another baby, because they'd have to lose their job, because they'd maybe be in the homeless, because they're on bed rest and nobody in the government decided they're going to pay their mortgage, their credit cards, or their car payment off because they're pregnant. They just want to say, just suck it up, live on the streets if you have to.
Uh, don't get me started. So this started to be, <laughs> this started to be about, about the, uh, nobody talked about that. So I don't even know why I'm going on <laughs> tangent. But I guess the whole thing started for me is that little, that trigger word communism. And so, uh, yeah, it was Bloomberg that threw it in there. It was him that, that said that we're not a we're not a, we're not ready for communism and social, socialism or whatever like that. It was a cheap shot because either is any democratic on that there's trying to say uh, we aren't for capitalism. All we're saying is we're for the middle class and poor too. That's all. Is that is that wrong? Is that wrong to have some equality of um, taxation so that? Um, the wealthiest wealthiest don't have to uh, get the greatest advantages and we could shift some of that anyways that is my conversation about the debates I felt like they um, they influenced me this time to be more Bernie than uh, I ever was uh, less uh, well now I've ruled out Bloomberg and uh Unless obviously, unless unless I had no choice, um, I did feel also that Elizabeth Warren did a bit better, and um, I'm becoming, I guess, more of a fan than less of a fan. I was less of a fan before, uh, but I much prefer Amy to Elizabeth. Um, Pete, I've always really liked him, but I felt like he could not hold his own at all last night. Um, he was weak for me. And, uh, like I said, and Joe, I love him and I just feel like, I don't know, he got lost in the, uh, shuffle. That's how I feel. So those are my thoughts. Love to hear yours. And, uh, I guess until next time, find me at Simply Marvelous on Twitter and have yourself a great day. Bye.